to a new RFM online news for Pickett's Pharmacy, Blackbutt, Hamilton, Lambton, Hamilton South and Brankston. These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. Three people were taken to hospital after a horror smash at Elrington, southeast of Cessnock. Emergency services were called to Lake Road just before 7.30 on Sunday night, where a Toyota Hilux Ute and a Mitsubishi Pajero had collided head-on. Police said one of the vehicles left the road and collided with several trees. Two people were airlifted to the John Hunter Hospital with serious injuries. One was left in a critical condition. A third person was taken by road road ambulance to the John Hunter. There were calls for changes to state laws to recognise unborn children after a pregnant woman died in hospital three weeks after a single car crash at Charlestown. A stolen Subaru WRX lost control and crashed at high speed into a service station and parked car on the Pacific Highway in the early hours of Friday, September 21. The 32-year-old pregnant woman, along with the 24-year-old male driver from Taree and a 22-year-old Gateshead man, were taken to hospital. The woman died on Friday in the John Hunter. It's likely charges will be laid over the death of the woman but not the child. Victims advocate Howard Brown told Nine News the law has to change. It's really more disappointing than anything because the people who are responsible for these deaths are not being met by the full force of the law and that's what really needs to happen. A Swansea couple were startled awake and threatened with a gun during an overnight home invasion. Police say around 12.30 Tuesday morning, three men forced their way inside the property on Tomlin Place and entered the pair's bedroom. It's there the intruders allegedly stole cash, jewellery and a wallet before getting away in a white car believed to be a Volkswagen Jetta. No one was injured in the incident. Long-serving Westpac rescue helicopter crewman Graham Nickerson hung up his helmet on Tuesday after 38 years with the service. The 54-year-old was a volunteer with the service for eight years before going full-time. The man affectionately known as Nico has chalked up 7,100 hours of flying time and controlled more than 2,600 winching operations as the pilot's left-hand man. Reports a 15-year-old girl had been sexually assaulted by a man she met online led to an arrest in the Hunter on Tuesday. Detectives alleged the 35-year-old man and teenager met on social media with a man claiming to be just 17. The pair met in Newcastle on Saturday, September 29 and allegedly had sex. The Valentine man was charged with several offences, including grooming a minor. He was refused bail at Toronto local court to reappear later this month. A man luckily escaped injury during a workplace fall at Musselbrook's Liddell Power Station on Tuesday afternoon. The incident occurred around 12.30 as the 50-year-old fell four metres into a boiler, which was not in operation at the time but on undergoing maintenance. Three road ambulances and the Westpac Rescue helicopter were called out to the scene with the man in a stable condition. Lake Macquarie councillors and staff were given a first-hand look into the daily lives of people with disabilities. Their Break Down the Barriers program gave staff the chance to get a real-world view of the challenges facing more than 6% of Lake Macquarie residents. Mayor Kay Fraser was among those who joined in the experience and said the exercises were no gimmick. I think it's important at all levels of government that we understand what it's like for people with a disability. Just a slight dip in the pavement is an issue. People taking a different view of you and wanting to talk to the carer rather than you. So I think it's just building awareness for me and other people who participated, but also, of course, we need to be uh, a disabled access friendly city. 
The state opposition made an election pledge to employ more hospital security staff as figures reveal an alarming rate of hospital assaults in the Hunter. The John Hunter was the worst, with 12 assaults in the last financial year and there were 36 violent incidences at the Hunter's collective hospitals in the same period. Shadow Minister for the Hunter, Kate Washington, said Labor's plan to address the issue is multifaceted. Employ an additional 250 health security staff. We would upgrade all hospital security officers to become health security staff and they would have additional powers. We would provide them with extra training and then create a specialist secure hospital unit within New South Wales Health to oversee the activity of these new security staff. Lake Macquarie Police on Thursday established a strike force to investigate the sexual assault of a girl at Windale. The 14-year-old alighted a bus on the Pacific Highway near South Street around 3.30 Wednesday afternoon and was approached by a man wielding a knife. It's alleged the teen was dragged into bushland and sexually assaulted somewhere near Yurtala Close. Police said they're launching a high-visibility operation in the wake of the incident. A Newcastle expert on health law said she hopes Wednesday night's vote by the Queensland Parliament to legalise abortion ramps up pressure on the New South Wales government to do the same. The The Sunshine State's termination of pregnancy bill removes the procedure from the criminal code, allowing abortion to take place at up to 22 weeks gestation. It also introduces safe zones of 150 metres around clinics to protect women from public harassment. Lawyer Catherine Henry said there's misconceptions surrounding the current system. The practical reality is out of step with the law. Most people don't realise women and doctors performing abortions can be charged with a criminal offence and that can in fact lead to a term of imprisonment. So New South Wales is well behind every state and is now the only state as of last night to have this very old-fashioned legislation that was introduced in the 1860s. A man was on Thursday charged with grooming a child for sex. In July, detectives from the Child Abuse and Sex Crimes Squad began conversing online with a man from the Hunter region who thought he was speaking with a 14-year-old girl. It's alleged he engaged in highly sexualised conversations and made arrangements to meet the child for sex. Following extensive investigations, strike force detectives arrested a 42-year-old man in the car park of the Salamander Bay shopping centre on Thursday morning. Police also seized two laptops and an electronic storage device from the man's Tanilba Bay home. He was charged with using a carriage service to procure a child under 16 for sex. A man was left nursing burns to 30% of his body after fire engulfed his home at Rutherford. Firefighters were called to the Squadron Crescent home on Thursday afternoon to reports the garage was alight. They arrived at the sound of ammunition exploding and flames and thick black smoke coming from the garage. It's believed the man in his 30s was doing some welding when the fire broke out. He suffered serious burns to his lower limbs trying to put out the flames. Two other residents were treated for smoke inhalation and the fire gutted 50% of the house. Newcastle nurses, medical professionals and members of the public gathered in New Lambton on Friday for a seminar discussing the legalisation of medicinal cannabis. 31 out of 50 states in the US now have the drug readily available for people suffering chronic pain or diseases like Parkinson's or insomnia. Alice O'Leary Randall from the American Medical Marijuana Group told 2NURFM's Mark Rourke there's a lot of misconceptions around the idea. This idea that people would be walking around stoned all the time just isn't true. Now, Now, unfortunately, on the recreational side, they are breeding cannabis plants to be higher and higher in THC content. But people need to realize that that's not associated with a medical issue. 
Police charged a man over the armed robbery of a bottle shop at Shortland earlier in the week. It's alleged a motorbike rider threatened a 55-year-old female shop assistant at the Bottle Mart store on Sandgate Road on Monday night before demanding cash and leaving on the motorbike, which was being ridden by an accomplice. Police went to an address on Blue Gum Road, Jesmond, on Thursday afternoon and arrested a 27-year-old man. A search of the property allegedly uncovered cash, guns, drugs and a stolen credit card. The results rolled in from last year's Newcastle 500 event on Friday, with the supercars shown to have generated $30 million for the city. The Hunter Research Foundation used transaction data from nine Australian banks to conclude there was close to $5 million directly spent in Newcastle by event organisers, $9 million by attendees and almost $10 million in flow-on effects. The analysis didn't look at the Hunter's other local government areas, and it's believed Port Stephens and Lake Macquarie also reaped the rewards of the weekend. Lord Manuatali Nelm said the huge financial figures were due to an influx of visitors. It also used big data. So we used data from nine major banks as well to collate the results as well as telcos. And we can confirm that above and beyond just in the Newcastle East and Cookshill precinct, above and beyond the residential population, there was 83,000 visitors to Newcastle for that weekend. And on Friday, police said the best way to alleviate community concerns in the wake of the sickening sex attack at Windale is to bring the men responsible to justice. Officers from the sex crime squad appealed to the public for dash cam footage or witness accounts after a 14-year-old girl was dragged into bushland and raped at knife point just off the Pacific Highway. Detective Superintendent John Curlitex said a small piece of information could crack the case. 3.30 daylight on a clear day with lots of people around. It just demonstrates how brazen this person is. Uh, it's how brazen this person is that would, hopefully someone would have stood out. Someone living in that area, driving past, may have seen someone lurking, standing under bushes, I don't know. But whatever you've seen or whatever you heard that you think may be relevant, please contact the Strike Force or Crime Stoppers as well. It's so important that we get that bit of information. And that's a look at the week that was from 2NURFM Hunter News.